0: Episode 34, the one where I talk about finding joy and fulfillment
1: from the adult chair. Hey, I'm Janelle Minow, and I'm obsessed with joy, fun, and helping you navigate this messy and magical thing called midlife. I'm a midlife plus woman who broke out of struggle, took a leap from my professional career, through a successful business, found Mr. Right, and learned to love on purpose. I'm here to teach you the tried and true secrets to releasing what's keeping you stuck and struggling so you can build a joyful life you adore. Here we'll tackle the fun but sometimes hard things, money, business, career, relationships, Health, purpose, love, and loss are all topics we'll cover. So pull up a chair and welcome to the Joy, Self-Mastery, and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Hey there, midlife friends. I'm so
0: glad you're here with me today. It is Thanksgiving week. It seems like we just turned the calendar from October to November, and here we are at the end of November getting ready to turn it to December. It's just unbelievable. So we are spending some time at our home in California mountains working on some projects and having Thanksgiving this year again like we always do with family and friends. And that's just my favorite way to spend it. For me, Thanksgiving is the start of the holiday season, even if retailers started it before Halloween and probably earlier than that. It's like the back to school stuff goes away, the Halloween stuff's here for a couple of weeks, and then here comes Christmas. But the holidays can be filled with so much joy And they can also feel so hard. I've talked to some people lately that the holidays are just really, it's a hard, hard time for them to navigate for lots of reasons, right? But today I just thought would be a good time to talk about a concept called the three chairs, because I think that understanding this concept can help all of us understand and navigate these times when that are more emotionally filled, more emotionally charged. This concept of the three chairs helped me understand me better and my responses better, as well as having more understanding for others. It's one of the many tools and ideas that has helped me be who I want to be, no matter what is happening around me. And of course, I'm not perfect at it. But I am so much more powerful at it than I used to be. And that creates so much more joy in my life, so much more control in my life, and just allows me to be the best person that I can be. So when I talk about the three chairs, I'm referring to the child's chair, the adult chair, and the adolescent chair. And this isn't like a sequential thing that you have to go from one to another. As adults, we tap back into the adult and adolescent chair all the time. Some of us live more from the adolescent chair than we do the adult chair. But it's not when we're in one. It doesn't mean that we have to go clear back to the child one to be back in the adult one. It's just a tool that I love to use for awareness. So This framework is used in psychology and in personal development. It represents our being, the aspects of our being. The child chair symbolizes our inner child. The adolescent chair represents the adolescent part of us or the emotional and reactive stage. And the adult chair signifies our true authentic adult self that can live in present moments, set boundaries for ourselves and take responsibility for ourselves and our emotions. This is sometimes referred to as emotional
1: adulthood.
0: So let's talk about each of the chairs. The child's chair represents our inner child, which houses our emotions, memories, and early experiences. The child's chair is from about zero to six or seven, and it is the container for all of our needs. Things like food, shelter, love, safety, ability to be ourselves, safety in being ourselves, creativity, exploration, and belonging. This is when we learn to trust and to be vulnerable. Certain experiences have a profound impact on cognitive, emotional, and social development during this time. The child's chair represents a time when many cognitive and emotional foundations are believed to be established. During this period, children are highly receptive to their environment and absorb information and experiences that shape their worldviews and beliefs. And this serves us in many ways. And also, it can hold us back in our lives but research shows that most of our beliefs are formed by the time we are seven years old. Isn't that unbelievable? But it's true. Or even younger, there's evidence that they're formed by even five years old. But these are the beliefs that our subconscious holds onto. Our subconscious mind records these beliefs that we have during this period, that we establish, that we form during this period, and it holds on to them. And these beliefs shape our successes and failures and needs, and even the ones that didn't get met during this time, we subconsciously carry with us. But the good news is that no matter what traumas or unmet needs we had or have, and we all have them, I don't think anybody is exempt, we can heal from them if we want to. And it doesn't even have to take years of crazy or uncomfortable therapy to do that. So the next chair is the adolescent chair. And this age starts about seven and goes until about 18. And this is the stage where the ego starts to show up. The ego is based on fear and wants to keep us safe. So it runs on all the beliefs we had as a child. And it continues to show those beliefs to us over and over and over. The adolescent lives in the past. and the future and not in the present. It is on alert all of the time to ensure that we are protected. So to do this, it makes lots of assumptions and stories based on fear and of course our experience in the child chair. And most of these stories and assumptions that we make aren't even true. But if we're not, when we question them, we're able to be in the adult chair. But if we're just assuming and retelling stories that's coming from this adolescent chair this part of us is controlling reactive defensive perfectionist impulsive this part blames and says should or shouldn't a lot they should he should she should i should or shouldn't the adolescent wants to fight for what they believe to be true it is highly aware of external judgment and it learns to hide its authentic self because unconsciously it believes that it's not safe to be ourself. The adolescent brain runs on lots of what-ifs and unconscious patterns. Have you ever had the experience of feeling like you don't even know your authentic self or when you have a glimpse of it, it doesn't feel safe to let that true part completely surface? We want to be liked, to fit in, so we adjust who we are to fit in, so we don't get rejected and we can belong. The adolescent runs off very tribal instincts. Survival equals belonging. It's where we see addictions and codependency. It's where the victim shows up. If an example of that would be thinking, if he or she would just have fill in the blank then I wouldn't have reacted that way or I wouldn't feel this way okay when we're in the adult chair we're taking responsibility for our emotions and for our thinking when we're in the adolescent chair we are standing in victim mode and making other people responsible for the way we feel this adolescent place is also where the dramatic part of us shows up the gossipy part this part of us doesn't want to feel The ego says it's not safe to feel. It wants to protect us from our emotions so the brain learns to push feelings down and to find something that feels better than feeling the feeling. Things like drugs or sex or food or spending or alcohol or Netflix or so many other things so that we don't have to feel it. It says feeling isn't safe, but the truth is that not feeling our feelings is what isn't safe, because it actually sparks these addictions. And after a while, our bodies don't feel like they can function without these buffers, and then we become addicted. If we've had other people in our lives as children with these kind of addictions, then it's we take on these beliefs that this is how you cope. So the adolescent part of us isn't bad. I know it sounds really awful. But it's just a part. And we actually need this part of us to survive and become healthy, emotionally resilient adults. So we'll get into this a little more, but just starting to notice or think about for a second how often today have I been in the adolescent chair? And not to judge or shame yourself, it's just. And awareness because we can't change things that we're not aware of, right? So, the last chair is the adult chair. And in this chair, we are able to manage emotional reactions, make healthier choices for ourselves, and navigate life without all the buffers I mentioned. But most of us get stuck in the adolescent chair or partly stuck there, right? Or we maybe go back and forth quite a bit because of our programming because how we were raised because of the beliefs that we took on as kids and i'm not bashing any caregivers here but just to think about this a lot of our caregivers were stuck in this chair so it makes a lot of sense that we would be too now i'm not saying that critically of course because everybody's always doing the best they can with the tools they have and what they know and there is no such thing as perfect we are all human with human experiences and as i look back when i learned about this these three chairs and i started looking back there was a lot of my adolescent showing up when i was raising my kids i still see some come up in situations the difference is is that now i'm aware of it and that's when change happens and this is why i'm sharing with this with you today so that you can start to become aware of it and return or come back to this adult chair. So the adult is, it's the part of us that can live in the present, right? We don't need to go into the past or the future and worry all the time. We can be in the present. We stop the stories and the assumptions, or we catch ourselves in them. Like, wait a minute, that's just a story. Or asking yourself, is that just a story? Am I just assuming something here? We are able to be aware or able to become aware of what is fact and truth of something versus working off of these assumptions and stories. The adult is the part of us that loves ourself, which can sometimes be really hard to do when we have needs that weren't met as children. It's the part that is connected to our best selves. From the adult chair, we can access understanding, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion, curiosity, and perspective. This chair is associated with self-awareness, accountability, responsibility, and setting healthy boundaries for ourselves rather than setting boundaries to punish someone. Embracing the adult chair allows us to approach life with wisdom, resilience, and a capacity for effective problem solving. It fosters a sense of empowerment and personal responsibility and balances it with the child's qualities of fun, spontaneity, creativity, and joy. From the adult chair, we can tune into our feelings and process them. We don't have to push them down. We are aware of when we are in the adolescent part, when that part of us shows up, And we can observe what happens in our mind and respond to that versus reacting. The adult is able to see that there are other perspectives and recognize that other people have other experiences that are just as valid as our own. When we're in the adult chair, we are aware of our addictions and buffers and we consciously work to grow and change the Heal. So the best news is that we always have access to the adult chair and we can start to live from the adult self by being willing to notice what we are feeling, thinking, and believing. You can simply do this by asking, what am I feeling? What am I believing right now? What am I thinking that is causing this emotion? And tuning into those answers. You can access this adult chair by asking, what do I need right now? And then finding a way to give it to yourself. Now, you can ask others for what you need or want, but know that it is not their job to give it to you. And in fact, they might not even be able to give it to you if they aren't, in their adult chair. Remember that the adult part of us is conscious and the adolescent is not. When we're aware and can say, wait a minute, and can become conscious of what is happening in our mind or our emotions, then we can step back into being our adult. The adult chair is the seat of self-awareness. Where individuals can objectively analyze their thoughts and behaviors, it enables a clear understanding of personal strength and areas for growth. When we embrace the adult chair, it empowers us to take responsibility for our actions and navigate life's challenges with resilience. This part can literally have conversations with that child part of us or with that adolescent part of us when it shows up. It can ask, that part what it needs. It can notice what the other part is saying and be compassionate and understanding and actually give it what it needs. I want to give you one challenge as you navigate the holidays, and that is just to notice, to be aware of what you are defending, aware of what you're thinking, aware of the feelings that are coming up inside of you, the ones that are on the positive end of the spectrum and the ones that are on the negative and believing without judgment and notice what chair you're in. You can't ever change other people, but you have the opportunity to be the best you in every situation and return to peace and joy and the adult chair. All right, that's what I have to share today. Have a wonderful holiday, a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next week. Hey friends, I have a tool that will help you experience greater joy and happiness in your life and through this holiday season. It's called the Midlife Compass, three simple steps to amplify joy and fulfillment in your life. And you can get it by going to tinyurl.com forward slash midlife compass. This tool will help you navigate your emotions intentionally, create better relationships, And manifest a life you love living.
1: I'm over here celebrating you because you just finished another episode of the Joy, Self Mastery, and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got value from this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review, and we can help even more people just like you. Now, Go out and live your limitless life.